Time now on Sky Sports Radio for Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Yeah, time to talk some greyhound racing now. And Liz Whelan is the host of Going Greyhounds. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Dave. How's it going? Very, very good. Now, what's happening on Going Greyhounds today? Pretty busy show as we build up once more to those Group 1 finals taking place at Wentworth Park tomorrow night. So later on, we'll be catching up with Matt Clark to, ca- to hear the latest about how Catch the Thief and Playlist are going. And we'll also be having a chat to Michael Eberan to hear the latest on EB Jet Power. But first of all, we'll be talking to trainer Harry Sarkis, who joins us right now on the show. Harry, good morning to you and welcome to Going Greyhounds. Good morning, Bruce. Harry, it's now been two weeks since Good One basically broke the internet winning at Wentworth Park. Can you take us through what the past couple of weeks has been like for you? Oh, well, uh, it's been a nightmare, people ringing that, you know, but look, you know, it's all good for the game. <laughs> if you take us back to, I guess, that moment when he did win, what was it like for you watching the race? Oh, well, I've never seen a dog do what he, do, uh, what he does, you know, it's just, you know, it's unheard of, you know. Yeah. The rate he and, comes home is just unbelievable. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen anything like it, just how much media attention. As you said, you've obviously had a lot of calls. I've added to that yesterday. I'm sorry, but um, the run made the mainstream media news. It's quite incredible that um, he's just been, well, he's, he's just been the poster boy for Greyhound Racing really recently, the last couple of weeks. Well, mate, look, you know, he's he's a, he's a greyhound that the industry needs and uh, I just hope he keeps going with no injuries, you know. I mean, he suffered an injury when I got him and took him three and a half months to get him right, you know. And when he done that, that was his first run back, you know. And he's uh, racing tonight at Richmond. He's back up to the 618 metres and he's in yeah. race seven, box yeah. two. How, how do you think he'll be going tonight? Oh, look, he should go really well, you know. He's going to be giving Blue Moon Rising a bit of a start, but look, he's been Blue Moon Rising before, you know, Maitland, um, but you know, I mean, he runs well at Richmond too. You know, but I think he'll be a lot closer earlier tonight. He was a little closer the other day, but unfortunately, he got knocked around a little bit. You know, he could get through the gaps. You know, Harry, what do you think? Your room tonight. What do you think his ideal distance is, or are you still sort of waiting and seeing how that goes? Oh, seven hundred will be his, his distance. You know, mm-hmm. no, no doubt about that. You know, but he's just getting him up there. You know. Yeah, and once again, I guess obviously early days, but it seems that he surely has enormous potential as a stud dog down the track as well. Oh, yes. You know, look, I've always bred this game, you know, and I've always got good dogs. So, you know, our breed's getting so short at the moment. Dogs are running 300 and 400 metres. Just look at New South Wales. They've barely got a 500 metre race because of what's going on, you know, and he'll put some bloody strength into them. What's he like to train? Is he the kind of dog that knows that he's a bit special? Mate, you never hear him. You don't even know he's got a dog in the kennel. Wow. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to get in there and knock on the door to wake him up. <laughs> you know? Well, no, obviously, he switches on when he gets train. to the track. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, you can walk him around on a piece of cotton. When he gets in them boxes, it's a different story, you know? Yeah. It's quite incredible. Harry, thank you very, very much for your time this morning. I know, obviously, a busy time for you, but we really appreciate you joining us today on the show. Thank you very much for your call. Thank you. Dave, that was Harry Sarkis, and um, obviously phone been ringing off the hook for him the last couple of weeks since. Good one, put in that, never seen anything like it, that phenomenal run at Wentworth Park a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was pretty special. Uh, it was very, very special, and can you see how he continues on, especially as he gets up uh, over a further trip. Um, who else got on the Today Show?
Uh, very shortly, we're going to be catching up with Matt Clark. Now, he's got two in the Vic Peters final tomorrow night. Playlist and Catch the Thief. He joins us now on the show. Matt, a very good morning to you and welcome to Going Greyhounds. Yeah, good morning, Liz. Matt, first of all, congratulations on getting Catch the Thief and Playlist through to the final tomorrow night. First of all, I want to talk about Catch the Thief with you. How did he come through last week's run? Uh, look, I'll be honest. He pulled up a little bit scratchy on Sunday morning. Um, but... Um... Look, we got him seen to during the week and pretty confident he'll be as good as he's ever been come tomorrow night. And he's got box five in the final. I imagine you'd like to see him jumping better tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah, look, um, a lot of people are saying that he doesn't handle Wentworth Park boxes, but the people that are saying that have got short memories because it was only, you know, uh, two weeks ago that he, he let go of a blistering trial here after being 10 hours in the car, so... Um, they do tell me that when he boxes can be tricky and it does take a couple of goes at him to uh, master them. But, um, look, he was always drawn inside out last week and the dog prefers to be in the middle to the outside of the track, for those that know him. And, look, box five doesn't worry me. They go in first. But um, he, uh, he'll he step better this week and he'll have more of the track to sort of use, which he needs. So. Yeah. Okay, and uh, you've also got playlist. He dug deep to qualify on Saturday, third and behind Tommy Shelby. How's his week been in preparation for tomorrow? Oh, look, yeah, he's really trained on well. He, uh, I'm really excited about this dog. He, he's uh, one of my favourites in the kennel, and he's got his own spooky personalities. Um, he, he really does deserve his time to shine, and I was super confident last week. Had it not been the quality of field that it was, I would have put my money where my mouth was, but... Oh, look, we got heaps of respect for Tommy Shelby and I didn't think we could beat him last week, but I did think that I would help him into the race and make it easier for him. But look, the way the dog chased on, this dog's got a future over a bit more ground eventually. So um, he'll tackle 500s for the next you know, couple of months, but his future's uh, going to be over a bit more ground. So it wasn't surprising to me to see him run home as good as he did. And you know, when you consider the interference he suffered going to the first corner... Um, to still run 29.70, getting beat. Yeah, look, I'm really excited about his chances on Saturday night. Okay, that, that's fantastic. And Matt, for you personally, I understand it's been, I guess, a tough couple of weeks. Um, obviously, you made the decision to stay in Sydney, but can you take us through what the last couple of weeks have been like for you, I guess, building up to these races? Yeah, well, it's really been a tough year. I mean, to get to get a couple, get one good dog's exciting. To have two, it's been an amazing um, feat, but... You know, it's been one of those years that it's just, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this 2020 for years to come. I mean, uh, you know, I had the pre-post favourite for the launching pad and the race was cancelled and then, you know, the COVID restrictions in Victoria initially and then I'd imagine that um, the race in Perth will be called off and then it wasn't and we went across there and he, he had a good campaign over there. But, look, the last two weeks, yeah, um, we are always coming up for this race and... Um, we travelled up fine. The dogs trialled sensational, but playlist didn't travel too good. And um, I got some advice off some trainers, and we put him in one of those high D's vests for the ride up this week. And he travelled a whole lot better and run like he did. And then, um, yeah, once the, the Thursday night of last week, the steward uh, Mr Hines rang me up and asked what my plans were for the for the series. And I said we were intending on coming up and back each time. And he didn't want to tell me how to do my business, but he just said, look, you're the, you're the series pre-post favourite and 
Um, there's rumblings on talkback radio up here about closing the borders and I'm um, not telling you what to do, he said, but I strongly advise that you should look at maybe staying up here. But that presented challenges in itself because, um, you know, with COVID and everything else, I didn't want to be possibly staying with other trainers and, and um, you know, have the implications of maybe getting them sick or whatever, anything like that. So um, they put me up at Potts Park. I had the choice of three tracks, Potts Park, Richmond and Appen, and I sought Michael Ebron's advice and he said that, um, well, Potts Park's only about 25 minutes to half hour from Wentworth Park. That's probably your best track. And, look, that's the greatest move I made. I mean, um, they're not racing there. It's a great little club and a great track, and I've got total use of the whole facility. Uh, Michael Eckard and his team have been really helpful, and um, I've been down to the Bankstown slipping track this week to give them a gallop. And, yeah, look, I've, I've made the most of a bad opportunity. I mean, the dogs didn't travel up too good. Uh, on the Friday, and, and they didn't settle well in the kennels Friday night, so I slept on the floor with them just to settle, and that was my choice. It wasn't a grand racing New South Wales thing. It was, you know, I could have stayed in the hotel that night, but I chose to stay with the dogs to give them every, op- op- you know, every possible mm-hmm. chance, and, and it did work out Saturday night. The dogs, um, they raced well without racing as good as they can. I was disappointed with Catch the Thief, naturally, but, I mean, when you've won seven in a row, and you're only a two-year-old dog, he's two years and one month, I think the dog's entitled to have one bad run, you know. So um, I think people were a bit harsh on him last week. He did get hammered by the three all the way to the first corner, and he made a total mess of the race. But, look, in, in my eyes, it's a kind of a good dog to make a mess of the race but still do enough to qualify, and, and that's exactly what he did last week. And, um, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm appreciative of the fact that he is a quality dog. Um, but, look, he's got box five, and... <clears throat> I'm quite happy to go in as the underdog this week. Uh, Tommy Shelby, uh, he was just breathtaking last week and uh, he is, is the one to beat. Well, Matt, it sounds like um, it's obviously you've had to adapt a lot the last couple of weeks. Um, it's terrific that you've got the tooth into the final and I really hope they get some luck for you. Thank you very much for your time this morning and all the best tomorrow night. Thanks for your time, Liz. Appreciate it. Dave, that was Matt Clark. He's got Catch the Thief and Playlist lining up in the Vic Peters final tomorrow night. And um, wow, the, just the situation between Victoria and New South Wales, what he's had to do. I really hope he gets some luck tomorrow. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, totally agree. Uh, you've got another interview. I do. And we are going to be catching up with Michael Eberrand, who Matt actually just mentioned there. Michael, a very good morning to you and welcome to Going Greyhounds. Hey, Liz. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Michael, you've got EB Jet Power lining up in the final tomorrow, and he was outstanding in his heat. He went 29.51, and he was already three lengths in front of them going into the first turn on Saturday. I was ecstatic, yeah. I was very happy with him, yeah. yeah. Put, put, his, put his best foot forward on the right day. Hey, he comes up with the same box tomorrow night. Would you like to see a similar sort of run from him? I'd love to. Um, <laughs> yeah, catch the thief and Tommy Shelby and company. It's a really high-quality race, so we're ecstatic to be there, but... You know, uh, if there's a little bit of buffeting or if he improves a little bit more, you just never know. He's in the race, so got his box. Michael, you've mentioned uh, Tommy Shelby. Now, you've had Steve Weathers and Tommy Shelby staying at your property. How's the week been? Has there been a bit of rivalry going on? <laughs> no, Steve's been great. It's uh, <laughs> been bouncing ideas off each other, and I've learned a lot from Steve. And um, sort of Tommy's a bit of an adopted son now, so, yeah, really <laughs> Really enjoyed the week, actually. Yeah. And and for you personally, it must be pretty exciting as well to see Playlist and Catch the Thief are lining up in the race as well. Of course, both side by Aussie Infrared in the race. Oh, it's honestly a dream come true for us just to yeah have 
three dogs in the field from our old our, our old girl, our pet greyhound Mitty. Um, and uh, yeah, we lost her during the week, unfortunately. But um, she uh, yeah, really proud to have the the three uh, progeny in the race. Well, fingers crossed they all go a very good race, Michael. Thank you very much for your time this morning, and all the best tomorrow night. Uh, Dave, that was uh, Michael Eberand, and he's got Ebi Jet Power, the second quickest qualifier in the Vic Peters tomorrow night. The quickest qualifier, Tommy Shelby, has been staying at his property uh, during the week. Tommy is the favourite uh, with Tab, paying $2.15. Ebi Jet Power priced up at $3.80 with Tab at the moment. Beautiful, Liz. All right, what about uh, some best bets for today in New South Wales? It's a busy day of racing in New South Wales with the four meetings. Uh, Goulburn, race six, number five, just serious $2. The Gardens, race six, number three, Hudson Bolt, $1.30. Wagga Wagga, race one, number one, Sparky's Chance, $1.95. Richmond, race six, number six, Magical Weights, paying $1.90. Multi them all, you're getting $9.63. Perfect. All right. Um, Let's talk to you next week. Great. Thanks, Dave.